back to Radio Row at the Los Angeles Convention Center. <laughs> yes, it's PG. It is PG. It is the radio, and we are not on the satellite. <laughs> so we are, this is like unnecessary roughness in the huddle, or in the huddle, unnecessary roughness, whatever you want to call it. Vinny Bonsignor will come up uh, once he gets here. He, he's kind of let me know he's a little bit out. But uh, we'll just keep the party rolling because that's what we do. We kind of keep our head on a swivel here on Radio Row for uh, the Super Bowl 56. And right now we have former uh, Rams linebacker with us. And how appropriate, right? We're in L.A., uh, the Rams and the Bengals are playing, and we have a former Rams linebacker with us, Mel Owens. And, Mel, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing all right. Unnecessary roughness. I thought it was the, right, the, the, the real thing. It's PG? Okay. <laughs> I'm bringing my PG game. You know what's funny about that? Bill Romanowski said that the very first time I ever interviewed him, I said unnecessary roughness, and he told me, all roughness is necessary. There's no such thing as unnecessary roughness. Yeah, that, those are those fake penalties. Yeah, exactly. And we see plenty of those, right? Oh, lots of them. We see plenty of those. So how, how cool is this to see uh, your former team, you know, the Rams, in L.A., playing in the Super Bowl, hosting the Super Bowl? Love it. Can't be any better. It's where it belongs. Matter of fact, I know California is in the rotation, but it should be like every other year. It could be. It but, could but, be. But it's hard. You know, it's hard to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Brady did it last year right. in Tampa. So, you know, the Rams were in it, what, the 1980 Super Bowl? A long time ago, man. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, uh, have the planets and the stars align when you're playing well and it's in your hometown. So this is great. And it's at the stadium. Before, right. Before the Rams played at the Coliseum last right. time. for sure. They played in the Rose Bowl. So um, my, and I, I brought one of my sons out, and uh, he's going, well, what? I, he's, he goes, well, who's playing? Like, you know, and, and I go, who's home team? Like, you know, just regular. I go, because why does it matter? I go. Sleep in your own bed, get your own coffee, you know, you know your own routine versus coming into another city. It's tough, man. So this, they should have a little advantage. What do you think about the way that the Rams put everything together, the way that they put all the chips in the middle of the table and said, hey, we're going for it and we're going to go for it right now? Why, why not, man? Right. I mean, you could figure it out later. I, I, you know, I, I, That's got me in trouble. That's got me in trouble many times. No, no, that's for real, though, because why why are you going to wait? Right. right? It's like uh, one one of my friends, um, uh, you know, he goes, well, you know, you should see our farm system, like baseball, right? Yeah. I I, I can't say what I want to say, but uh, who cares about your farm system, right? We've got the best farm. Dude, who do you have right now? Right, right. You know, for sure. We don't have a first-round draft pick until 2024. Okay, we can still trade for guys. Right. You know, we got Beckham off the wire, basically. Yeah. Off the scrap heap. You yeah. know he's good, though. Right. So you don't got to wait for guys. Things happen. You got to be nimble, right? When I played, uh, there was a guy, a GM, Don Klosterman, mm-hmm. right? And I came in for my interview before I got drafted, and he was telling me, he goes, I got two firsts, two seconds, two thirds, two fourths, two fifths, two sixths, right? He goes, I keep guys, you know, uh, in line. I sign guys just before their contracts are up. So, you know, you do things that are make your team good now. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's what the Rams have done. And why not be all in? Who knows about tomorrow? No, you're right. You're right about that. And, and that's what they've proven. You know, there's other teams that try to do everything through the draft. And like you said, just stack up the, the draft picks and do it that way. But the Rams are all in. They go and make a move for Matt Stafford. You know, they had Jared Goff. They make that trade. I didn't know how much better he was going to be. But I felt like down the stretch in the playoffs especially, you saw those throws that he can make, that Goff couldn't make. So what have you thought about what Stafford's been able to do? You want my real opinion or just sugarcoat it? No, go give me the real okay. one. Okay. Um, Goff couldn't make the throws, man. Mm-hmm. He was on and off. Right. Because, you know, when he wasn't, I think Fisher was the coach when he first got right. there, right? Right, yeah. And he wasn't playing, and they're going, like, how come the guy's not playing? 
And I go, they see something that we don't see. That's a good point. I okay. remember that. Yeah. He wasn't playing, right? Right. And they go, what do you think about that? Because he was number one draft pick and all that. I go, yeah, they see something, you know. And something was born out of that, right, that, that he wasn't making the throws. And they go, he can get you there and then, you know, maybe can't get you there. Mm-hmm. He is like one of the only quarterbacks who can keep you in the game and out of the game at the same time. Right. Right. So when they trade for Stafford, they go, he's my guy right now. You know, he's not 25, but he's, made, you know, he's got 50,000 yards throwing. They know he can make the throws. He's big. You know, put him in, in, our, in our system where he can make the throws. Get rid of golf. Go to Detroit. Let your, let your career die. <laughs> and and that's where he's at. He's in Detroit. Oh, God. I'm from Detroit, bro. Nice. Okay. Okay. And and, and the Rams and, and Detroit Lions were never my team. Ever. Right. It was right. always the Rams. <laughs> Deacon Jones, man. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar Lundy. Right. Right. Rosie Greer. Right. Pearson Forsen. So how so how how exciting was that to be drafted by the Rams? That's when I knew there was a God. Right. Yeah. No, seriously. I've, like, I've I, heard I've heard other athletes that they get drafted by their favorite team and they say it, something it, similar it, to it's that. It's like I, I I'm sitting here with you. I still can't believe it. That's awesome. It's, it's that great of a feeling. Right, right. You know? Was there ever any kind of conversations about, hey, I would really like to go to that team, or was it just, like you said, just the stars aligned? Well, what happened was um, it was 1981, right? and uh, I went to University of Michigan. We had a good team. We won the Rose Bowl. So we had some hype. I was a fifth-year guy. Yeah. So we had some hype, and I got good in my last, in my last year. We had a good, good team. So and I went to the combine, and, bro, I killed it. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm telling you. I was testing DB stuff. Wow. And then in, the, in the combine was at three different locations. Mm-hmm. I went there, and I never – I was not invited to any of the All-Star games. No East-West. Really? No senior, no nothing. I just trained. Wow. And, and talking about getting it done, oh, yeah. I got it done. So my draft stock shot up from, like, maybe second, third round to, like – I was, like, doing DB status, and I was yeah. a linebacker. Right. So, um, uh, you know, I got I – got, I got drafted high. Yeah, top ten. And, and so what happened was they flew you out for interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember like Vermeil calling me, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, uh, Al Davis. Nice. Uh, we you know we go out for interviews, and, the, and he goes, you know, do you want to play for the Rams? I go, like, of course, man. I play. I play for anybody, really, right? Right. Even the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you know. Right. So so my agent Phil Closius, uh, um told me. Because uh, the Rams had the 26th pick, mm-hmm. and this is back before the internet. Right. And the Rams traded up to the ninth pick, and my agent goes, "They just traded for you." Wow. And I go, "Come on, man." I mean, I hadn't signed them as a as an agent yet. He goes, yeah. I just want smoke up. Yeah. You know? So I go. He goes, "No, no," because they got rid of Hacksaw Reynolds at the time. Yeah. Bob Brzezinski just left from Miami, and they they drafted me. Wow. And then I go, man, this is like you know, this is perfect. That's a hell of a story. That's man, I'm telling you that that I can only imagine how that would have felt immediately getting that call. You know, saying that they're taking. I you. was watching the draft right on my 13 inch <laughs> Mitsubishi <laughs> on ESPN. Oh man, that you had to change with your with your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And they called me the pick before, and they said, "Hey, um, stay on the phone. We're going to make you uh, the ninth player picked." So they called me during the eighth pick. They right. already, you know, sure enough, they traded up, right? Yeah. And they did. And then I stayed on the phone. I saw it you know, on ESPN. Right. And then I did some radio afterwards. 
Nice. That's, that went down. That's awesome. That really is awesome. We're talking right now with Mel Owens here. Uh, former first-round pick, man, top ten, number nine. Rams traded up to go get him. That's that's something to brag about right there. That's, I'll, brag, I'll brag about it. You should, yeah, as I you do. should. Yeah, and, you know, i I've got, I got to brag to my sons, but they don't believe it. Oh, man, go, believe it. Like, like, they, like your son's no. like, oh, gosh, here's this story again. Yeah, here's it, Jeez, he, Dad, he, he, stop he, embarrassing he, me. He, 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 he thinks that if you're not, if you're not in Madden, yeah. Play. Right, right, exactly. If you're not, if you're not in Madden, you, you, you don't, you're not in the NFL. Right, that's funny. That is hilarious. But no, that's something to be proud of, man. It really is. So uh, that's that's a cool story. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know all that story about you. That that's cool. So uh, looking looking at this game and, and looking at some of the X factors in this game, you mentioned OBJ. Uh, that's a guy that I feel like you know he, he was almost counted out. You know, when he was in New York, he got traded to Cleveland, and it's like, oh, Cleveland, he's he can't do it anymore. He's not the guy. And all of a sudden, he just becomes a big factor for the Rams, especially down the stretch. Well, I, this is my own personal opinion from afar. I think in New York, he got big. And New York mm-hmm. is tough, man. As yeah. you know, it's New York. Um, and he became more of a me guy, mm-hmm. right? And they don't like that. And, you know, so then you go to a place where your career will die. Right. It's Cleveland. Yeah. Not only is it Cleveland, it's in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I'm from Michigan, right? So, <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it, your career's going to die in Cleveland. <laughs> right. And it died. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but he's still a great player. So when you have that talent, and then all of a sudden you straighten up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You straighten up. When you go to a team that's like, got stuff going on, you go to the Browns, you're going like, I'll, I'll give you a little, a little more insight. I'm an attorney now. Okay. Right? And I represent guys with their injuries mm-hmm. um, uh, on a daily basis. So they tell me the horror stories of some teams. Right. And the horror stories are the worst out of the Bengals and the Browns. I bet. Nothing to do with Ohio, basically. They're they're domiciled in Ohio. So I know how bad those franchises are, Mm -hmm. right, or can be or were, right? Um, So when when, uh, Odell went there, I go, his career is going to go down, man, just because of the place. Right. Um, Again, my opinion. And then when he goes to L.A., I go, now it's going to be back up again. And, you know, he's, he's, he's in a place where they go, we want to win. You look around. If someone gets hurt, they bring somebody in. Right. Robert Woods got hurt, bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. Right. Cornerback, bring somebody in. That's how they operate, this regime, right? So uh, I think, you know, it took him a little while to get acclimated, but he, he's, I think he's going to have a big game, man. It feels like it. It feels like he's going to be a major. He's gonna have, if, if, next year is his um, free agency. Yeah. I mean, you got to go out with a bang, right? Right, right. I mean, like baseball players, it's like your contract year. Right. So you hit like 350. Yeah. Right? You're a 280 hitter, you hit 350. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I think he's going to go out with a bang, and hopefully they'll sign him, sign him again. we get Robert Woods back. Dude, man, we got Cooper Cup. we got, <laughs> we got Beckham. Right. You know, we got Woods and Van Jefferson. Yeah. Come on, man. That's true. That's, that's, a, like a, that's, that's like a roster. Yeah, that, that that's like a, sounds like a blowout to me. <laughs> it, it does. It sounds like a blowout. But the other team that's playing in this game on the other end isn't talking about no blowouts. They're, they, you, nobody thought they were going to be here in the Cincinnati Bengals. I didn't think they were going to be here. What have you seen from those guys? Uh, well, I, who does the gritty better? Is it, is it Jamar Chase or, or uh, Je- Je- Jefferson from, uh, uh, from Minnesota? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask the kids. Yeah. You have to ask the kids. Yeah, I ask him all the time, but he wants he want me to find out who who started it. Oh, I think I want to say because that was Jefferson? I want to say it was yeah I think they did at uh at LSU yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think Jefferson was doing it now, there. Now look during the Super Bowl, man. You you, you know C- Cincinnati's here. Yeah. Right. They got the tight end back. You know, threw off his brace. Right. You know, dramatic. You know, got the natty. Right. You know, nasty natty back. Okay. We'll see. 
Yeah. We'll see. But, he, but, but, but Burroughs will be on his back I'm more sure. than five times. Well, and that's and that's the thing. He he keeps getting up. He keeps getting up and, and, and stepping up in the pocket. And, I like it. You know, I, I did too because most of the time you see a quarterback get hit like that, you're going to see the effects of it later. I think you will. Um, you know, but he's a tough dude. Yeah, he you is. Know? And, and some of the toughness comes out of, you know, being Ohio State and then he went to LSU. Right. Sitting behind guys, waiting his turn. Um, and uh, I, I, he's going to have a, a, a good game at the beginning. But later on in the game, the line, I think, I think their line is one of the worst in football. It is. Okay. It is. He got sacked 51 times this year. Yeah, and that's not fun for oh. a guy who's just coming off an ACL. Right. Right. So I, I think that's where the, where the strength and the weaknesses are going to come in. It's going really to be do. interesting. I'm so excited about this game. It's not the usual suspects that we see all the time, you know, Rams and the Bengals. And I've been telling everyone that the Bengals are just so young that they don't know any better. You know, I did dumb stuff when I was a kid because I just didn't know any better, and, and it was cool. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that, that there's something to be said about that, but also, you know, the Rams being, you know, in there again under the same coach. Right. He's done it before, um, and that that should give you an edge yeah. being there. Yeah, also for in sure. Also in a little another edge. Got the D-line, O-line edge, right? Got Cooper Cup edge, uh, quarterback I, I got to give to Stafford, even though Burroughs is great, but you know with uh, uh, experience. Yeah, I think it just it leans in the Rams' favor. Uh, favor. It really does. Do. It, it definitely. It's. It's. My brain tells me. Oh no, no doubt the Rams are going to win this game for every reason that you just mentioned. That's, that's why you got to play the game. Though. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This season has shown me yeah. that what my brain says doesn't matter. Hey, Michigan beat Purdue yesterday. Boom. There you okay. go. And they blew them out. Blew them out. They blew them out. And I so, remember that. Y- y- and, and Purdue's good. Yeah. Although they are. My point is, you just never know. Right. You know, and the Rams were blowing out um, uh, Tampa Bay. You could have had them by 30 points by halftime. Then the Rams took a knee. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You can't do that if you can expect to win. This is in the playoffs, too. Right. Exactly. I couldn't believe they let them get back in the game like that. I was. It's Brady, man. Come on. You can't, you know. You, you got to put him out. You got you to step on his neck and, and make and that thing pop off. And they didn't. No, they yeah. didn't. They gave him a it chance. Was scary. Yeah, it, it, I I just knew that Tampa Bay was going to win that game. It was just, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. I mean, I, I, I'm like, man. I go here. Here comes Brady. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that mystique comes in, and you're going like, oh yeah, here he is, right? You know, here it comes again, right? Right. But we held him off. No doubt, you know? no doubt. Well, I see you're hanging out with my guy Steve Foster, so that means my you guys man. are about to get into something. My man. Steve always. Steve is always oh, getting everyone busy. into something. Oh, you know what busy. Steve did? Let me tell a story live on the air. You know what Steve did? And I know this won't shock you at all. Let me put my feet up on this one. <laughs> we drove, I drove, I say we, I drove from Vegas all the way here on Sunday night, right? Okay. Oh, you with him? No, no he was with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was with me. So we get here, and there's a lot of traffic. We don't get into town until about 7.30, 7.45. I am worn out. I am just dog tired, right? We're going to check into our Airbnb, and we're waiting on the lady to get there, and she's just taking her sweet time. Like, I haven't been on the road for five hours, and I'm exhausted. So I'm getting frustrated that I haven't, I haven't seen this lady. We haven't checked into our Airbnb yet. And then he says, oh, uh, Dean Kane just texted me and said he's at home. And I was like, oh, cool. Where does Dean live? He's in Malibu. I said, oh, that's cool. Where's that? He said, oh, about 30 minutes away. I was like, oh, okay, cool. What are you going to do? Like, Dean going to come in here and, and get you? What's going on? He's like, oh, no, man. I was going to ask you to take, take <laughs> oh, me no, out to didn't. Dean Kane's house. No, he didn't. And I was like, you laid that one on you? I was like, 30 minutes away, Steve? 
He's like, no, I told you. I was like, no, you told me. Texas minutes. So it yeah. took you an hour and a half. Man, I, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And then it wasn't, you know, it's not like I'm just on the highway just taking a straight no, shot. No, no. I'm going through. I'm, I'm sightseeing. I'm okay. on a date. Yeah. I might as well have been on a date. Yeah, I'm up there yeah. driving, okay. looking yeah. at the at the oh, water. Yeah. I'm looking at the little coffee shops. I'm like, man, what? A, and then after I drop him off at Superman's house, and so everyone listening, yeah, it's, it was Superman. It's cool. I had to drive back. Oh uh, yeah, right. Without, you know, what about me? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, now I got to hey, drive back. So then bye, I got back. Bye, bye. Hey, I'm, thanks, man. Good, hey, good looking out. He's like, and then and before I leave, he's like, hey, man, you need anything? <laughs> yeah, I need to get my ass home. <laughs> That's what I need. A sandwich or something. Yeah, I need something. But yeah, because I so I know, man. If you hanging with Foss, man. Is that how he did you? He, he's exactly how he did oh, me. <laughs> exactly how he did me. Exactly how he did me. But, you, you know. You went to the bathroom and got back in the car and went to the boo? Basically, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you, yeah. You tell me that story. Yeah, exactly. Of course he didn't. Of course oh, he didn't. I, I can't hear you, man. Of course he did. But, hey, you know, he, he did buy a $20 bottle of, or uh, not bottle, a bag of beef jerky on the way up. So, oh, okay. There you go. Do you sleep, too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he slept in the car, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just out. Just completely out, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he was knocked. I looked over. I was like, ain't this something? This yeah. dude is knocked out. He he just he picked up a ride. He looked like he had a limo driver, man. I was like, damn, this is a cold game. Uber, Uber, but in the front seat. Yeah, exactly. Uber Plus. Uber Plus, you do whatever you want to do and not have to pay. <laughs> so I'm glad Steve's my guy. Yeah. But, man, he had me in some trouble. Likewise. He, he had me in some trouble. Well, Mel, this has been fun, man. It's been a lot of fun, actually. And then telling Steve stories makes it even better because yeah. we all know they're true. Yeah. So that's just that's beautiful. Yeah, that's just kind of how it goes down. But uh, what 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 do you have going on the rest of the day? You just hanging, or what are you doing? I'm with my boy. We're gonna go walk around a little bit, and he wants to go get some swag. And we'll nice. go there, and you know, we saw a bunch of you know cool people out here, right? You know, uh, Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Go Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude and um, uh, Melvin, who's the guy? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Right there with, with his uh, Daisy blue jeans on. No. You know, <laughs> look, look, looking fly. <laughs> You know, I can't even say that with a straight did face. Did you see him? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, but when God. you say that, I, I that's all I needed to hear. Big, uh, big flower power blue jeans. Oh no. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Well. So we've been we've been hanging out, having fun. I mean, he is fun. a Bronco, so. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went we went to the experience. Yeah. This is great out here, though, man. Yeah, it is. It, it's been a lot of fun. It really has. I, I enjoy being in L.A. Uh, we're gonna as soon as the shows are over tonight, we're gonna head back to Vegas. But it's been it's been a fun time being in How's L.A. Vegas, man. Vegas is awesome. It, 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 for 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 host not for for you know having a football team there. How is, how they embrace them. Um, pretty well, pretty well. It's it's. I think it's still growing. I think they're still getting used to you know the the Raiders. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's it's always packed. The stadium's always packed. The uh, problem is right now that there's a lot of people that come in. They'll say, "Oh, hey, my team is playing the Raiders. I, oh. I can go make a trip to Vegas." So True. there's a but, lot of visiting but, fans but, but, right but, now. But the um, the Vegas fans, Raider fans. Push back on that. Usually, the the Raiders are the ones who are invading. Right, right, right? yeah, exactly. You know, not, not the Packer fans. Right, exactly, you know? and, and that and you know Raider Nation travels really well, so they're always on the road too. But yeah, right now I think that they're still getting in Vegas. They're getting used to having a football team, and so uh, they're still being trained on what to do, when to do it, you know. And what, 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 what are they going to draft? Twenty second. Who are they going to pick? I, I think they need to pick a corner. I, I think this is what I think. They need to do what the Rams did for you and trade up and go and get the best linebacker. You were the best linebacker. They need to trade up and get the best corner, which in my opinion is Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. I think they need to trade yeah, up and get him. Good. He's he's how, how about that uh who, the guy from um 
Is it Boise? No, no, from Utah. Which one? I don't know his name, man. I think he's number 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 forty-four. Okay, Utah. I gotta go pay he's attention. Bad dude, is he? Okay. Yeah. See, and the, the cool thing about this season is the Raiders made it to the playoffs, so I never even started digging into the draft until after the season yeah. was over. And still, even I mean, there's still a game to go. So this has been such a fun season where we don't start talking about draft in November like a lot of times. Right. right this has right. been fun. So. Yeah, I got my eye on Sauce Gardner right now. I think he's the best DB in the country, and I think that the Raiders need him bad. A little sauce in Vegas. Well, it just it, it writes its own story. But you know, though, if he's that good, he may be gone by then. Well, he's, he's going to be gone by. Corners, he'll be right? gone before twenty-two for sure. That's yeah. why I think he needs to trade up. I'm telling you, you your story inspired their plan. You, you got to be active. Yes. You know. Yep. I mean, you can't be scared to pull a trigger. Rams are not, not scared to pull a trigger. Right. You know, you're trading all the draft picks away. Hey, I've been around long enough that some of those dudes don't work out. Oh, hey, the Raiders know about those guys okay. that don't work I mean, out. They, I mean, the first rounds don't work out. Right. You know, you don't find them there. You find them in the hungry dudes in the second, third, and fourth round. Right. You know, that love to play football, eager, and can ball. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's what they got to do. And, and that's why they, I think they need to go and, and make a move well, for a fired, special dude. They fired the uh, GM. Yeah, Mayock. That, yeah, Mayock's why? out and Ziegler's in now. Why? Why did they fire him? He was only there for what? He was only there a couple of years. It was all part of the the regime, the the Gruden regime. Once Gruden was gone, they just they cleaned house. Now Josh McDaniels is the head coach, and Dave Ziegler. They both come from the Patriots. You know, they just had a scout. They just let go. You know, it's, it's just a cycle. You yeah, know how it goes, yeah. a cycle. Yeah. So they're trying to uh, create a new culture within the front office and organization, and, and it's it's one that's been needed. You know, and so here we go. We'll yeah, see. I, you know, I. I uh, when I went to go visit the, the Raiders, uh, Al used to always tell me because uh, Al Davis, right? yeah, he goes, "You always wanted to be a, you always wanted to be a Raider, didn't you?" I go, "No, Al, actually, no. I wanted to always be a Ram, <laughs> but I, I like the Raiders, though. right? Right, I like the Raiders, right? right. And they moved to L.A. for that minute, right, for a couple of years, and um, uh, I always liked the Raiders, right." I mean, how can you not? Yeah, right? I mean, I do. I mean, anyone yeah. who played the game wanted to play, be a Raider at some point, or at least play for the Raiders. You wanted to play for the Raiders a little bit. No, I played. <laughs> He's I, like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I did, but I like the Raiders. Yeah. But I, but I love playing against them. The first game I ever started mm-hmm. in, in my NFL career, I played. I started against the Raiders at the Coliseum. Oh. And they, when they came, I think it was like 80, 83 season. Yeah. Three eighty four, and um, I had a great game, man. Nice. You know, Played against uh, um, Marcus Allen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember I knew Marcus and those guys, but it was um, it was a great time playing against the Raiders in the Coliseum. Right, right. You the know? crowd is going and nuts. The Rams just you know had just moved to Anaheim, so it was like. It was, nice. It was, it was a nice game. Nice, nice. Well, this this has been fun, Mel. I do appreciate you hanging out with us, and uh, we're actually taking over some other other guys' show. Some it's other better. guys, this other guys missing out. This show's better, man. You're right. You're right. He's missing out. Vinny's yeah. in the huddle, but he ain't in this huddle, yeah, so he's exactly. missing out. <laughs> exactly. He's been husband out of it. Exactly. Exactly. Mel Owens with us here on Radio Nation Radio 920. We'll come back and uh, well, maybe wrap up the show. Who knows? It doesn't even matter. We're here on Radio Row, so we're gonna have a lot of fun. Mel, thanks for hanging out. All right, man. My pleasure. Back to Radio Row at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Well, I'm here for Benny Bonsignor, who is supposed to be in the huddle, but he is not. He is on the road trying to make his way here, and he just told Jared, who's been doing a fantastic job all week long, uh, making things go around here, getting a lot of guests hooked up and doing a lot of different things, shuffling between two radio stations. And I'll tell you, it has been hell on wheels. I'm used to doing and getting very active and going and getting guests for one show, uh, or not one show, one station, excuse me. But having to navigate between two and literally the other one is all the way across the room, I've just been making, you know, 
just run after run after run after run just all over the place and jared's been all over the place as well so this has been uh it's been challenging but it's been fun we've had some adversity this week but we've overcome it and uh yeah so demand's been the home studio i think he's been working since six o'clock this morning uh, working late every night making sure things go uh our guy danny he's been putting in a lot of extra work there's been so many people behind the scenes that have really made things go uh, so we could sound the way we're sounding here on Radio Row, on Radio Nation Radio 920, and also on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. Earlier today, I had a young lady on the show, or I got a chance to catch up with a young lady who I've had on the show multiple times, Elisa Hernandez. She works for NFL Network. Uh, she does a lot of things uh, uh, with the Latin community and with a little Latin-type uh, type, um, lean to it. But she's, she's fantastic. She covers the Dodgers, the Lakers. Uh, the Rams. I mean, she does. She does just a lot here in L.A. and, of course, uh, just in sports in general. So uh, it was great to catch up with her again. She, we were in her city, so I had to make sure I caught up with her. And here's that conversation from earlier with Elisa Hernandez. And we're back here on Radio Row. It is Friday. It is the Friday of Radio Row, and I'll tell you, it's feeling like a Friday. It's very busy, very exciting. Lots of folks walking around everywhere. Every walk of life is walking around here and uh, found my home girl. Found Elisa Hernandez. How you doing? <laughs> What's up? Welcome to my city. I know. Hey, man, I can't come to your city without checking in, right? <laughs> now what they say? You got to check in when you get to town? That's right. What, what does Kendrick say? When you get, find yourself on the tent, you got to show them receipts. See? What Ex more can I say? Exactly. Welcome to LA. See? And that's what I did. <laughs> I've been, and this is a true story, I've been reaching out to Elisa for the last couple of days because I'm in her city. So I got to check right. in and say, hey, what's up? So how busy has it been for you? Man, it's been, it's been fun. You know, it's one of those things with Super Bowl coming to L.A. It's right. like you knew it was coming, but once it's here, you're like, whoa. Like, right. you know, first of all, just alone, the traffic is crazy. But, yes. I mean, just doing stuff with our platforms for El Snap NFL and bringing the more Latin flavor to the game and talking to players and, you know, all the players just walking around so casually. It's kind of nice to kind of see them in a more relaxed setting right. and kind of just being going, oh, hey, Saquon, can you, you know, send a message? Hey, you know, Derrick Henry, this and this. So it's kind of nice to be in that kind of environment. It's been a long Time cute. Oh Since man, we've all been in one hub. Man, just been able to collaborate, yeah. change ideas. Yep. Like it's been a minute. No, it has, and it's it's a shame, but it's good to be back, right? <laughs> yeah. It's good to be back, and I like it how they have it set up. It's really spacious in here, mm -hmm. so it's not like tables on top of tables on top of tables. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good to be back here. So, has there been anyone that you just ran into and you got a chance to interview, and you're like, yeah, that that was that was the one? Has there been a home run yet? You know, Justin Reed. Okay, from the Houston Texans. Yeah. I got a chance to talk to him at NFL Honors yesterday, and I learned. But that man spoke Spanish. Really? I had no idea. See, and that's the cool thing about Radio <laughs> Row or the whole event, right? There's yeah. somebody that you'll go into it and you'll want to interview, mm -hmm. and then there's someone else that you'll interview, and you'll be like, man, I just learned something so cool about that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's so true. Because, you know, of course you want the Kelsey's, the Gronks, right. and, you know, the Josh Allen's and things like that. And I saw Justin Reed, and I was like, you know what, let me talk to him real quick. So, you know, I pulled him aside because I was ear hustling a little bit, and I heard him say that he actually grew up playing soccer. Okay. He grew up playing all sports, but right. soccer was like his main thing. He didn't play football so much later. So, you know, I told him, that, I was like, oh, like, you like soccer? He's like, yeah, you know, I was a big guy in this. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, do you speak in Spanish? And he was like, oh, no, un poquito. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. Like, <laughs> what, what is happening? And, you know, he just went on to, like, spoke a little more Spanish. He's like, yeah, yeah you know, I took, a, I took a chance to learn the language. And we have a big fan base, you know, down in Texas. Uh, nice. Latin roots yeah, and stuff that's like that. True, yeah. And so he was just like, it's one of those things that I just take pride. And I'm just like, I had no idea you spoke Spanish. I was like. We're going to talk because next season right. we're going to do some stuff with you That'd and things be like that. And so it's just kind of finding those players that, you know, really love the Latin culture and really express. Cam Jordan was hilarious. Yeah, you know, I bet. I bet. He's a good dude. And things like that. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, like red salsa and green salsa. Depends on what mood I'm in. And so, 
you know, like I said, seeing them in just a more relaxed setting when they right. know, obviously, they all want to play in the Super Bowl. Of course. Like, let's not get it twisted. Of course. They all wish they could be playing right, in the big right, game. Right, 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 right. But it's nice to see those guys enjoy the lifestyle of just what Super Bowl week brings. And it's L.A. I right. Mean, it's a Hollywood No, it atmosphere. is. It is. It's, it's been fun being here. I drove in Sunday night, and that was a mistake, driving in <laughs> driving out of Vegas and into L.A. Come Sunday on, night. man. My bad. Well, it was actually Sunday afternoon, but by the time I got here, it was Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't the best that planning for me. But, I mean, that you know, it I, happens. Well, Pro Bowl, I, I flew out of Vegas. So, so I technically you go. did come did the back same Sunday, thing. but I yeah. flew because, you know, Pro Bowl was in Las Vegas first time. So I appreciate see? being in your city. See, see, we welcome you in. We I'm welcome saying, you in. I mean, what a playground. Uh, the Pro Bowl was, was great. I know I got, I got a little little slack talk, but I, I really like the venue. Yeah. I, in the, for me, it was seeing so many kids there. Right. Like, they were just so amped yep. of, like, seeing players and seeing the game and seeing them have fun. And right. to me, it's like, I feel like people forget that's the other side of the NFL as well. You right. know, and it's like you need that yep. side of it so that kids that are, you know, six, seven, eight years old are just learning what this game really is, yeah. you know, and really learning who they want to root for and things like that, unless they have, like, parents that are going to force you into a, right. a certain hey, fan and group. Smart parents, smart parents, <laughs> you know. You know, so I think that venue was great, and I think to go from one – you know, lights, camera, action, city to another. Right. I just think it was just the best combination of what the West Coast has and to And you, you were at Allegiant Stadium, what, the last game of the season? Yes. I guess was that there. was the, the very final. Yes. What a game. What a game. What a game, right? What a game. Jeez. Honestly, like, I, that was my first time being to Allegiant. Yeah, right. And... I mean, the fact that you got to work there, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's got to be some perks somewhere, you know? You know, I'm just like, okay. Like, first of all, it's just beautiful. Right. It's very classy, elegant. You feel like you're walking into the future realistically. Yeah, real talk. You know, they have the torch. Like, halftime shows are crazy. Yeah. Like, I was going nuts when Lil John went on. You know what I mean? Right, it's right, just right. Like, The press box is beautiful. I mean, just everything about that stadium was just so well done. And I hope that Pro Bowl goes back there. Yeah, you know, I'm sure I, it will. I hope that... You know, more playoff games come yeah. to the Raiders I at home <laughs> because honestly, that atmosphere right. it just it right. gets you so hyped up. It does. It does. They put on a show. It's a show <laughs> and it's a football game. But Super Bowl Fifty Eight will be there. So That's just right. think about that. Twenty twenty four. Think about that. I, and the draft. How, yes, will be the draft there. will be in April. So we're going to be seeing a lot of each other. So basically. exactly, exactly. Yeah, we we really going to be hanging <laughs> out and kicking it, right? I know Raider Nation Radio. You guys are going to be using my seeing my hearing my voice and hey, you know, hearing you know, me like post stories on Instagram and stuff because we're going to show a lot of love to you. Kid. Got to, got to. We got to. We, go, do we go way back. We do. We go. We go way, <laughs> way back. We really do. Again, we're talking with Elisa Hernandez right now. We're on Radio Row, and uh, how about how about the halftime show for this this Super Bowl? Ooh. How, right. how hyped are you for that? Man, I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stay professional, to be honest. Right, <laughs> right. Know, well, I mean, because Lil John, watching Lil John at, 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 at Allegiant was awesome. You know, exactly. Like, my feet were moving, but you got to think, these are the legends that I grew up listening to. Me too. To. You yeah. know, you got yep. Mary J. Blige, La Reina, the queen. I'm hoping it's, it's, it's Hurt Mary, though. It's got to yeah. be Hurt Mary. She's got to go out there and be a Hurt Mary, you know? Like, I don't want anybody hurt. But I want Hurt Mary. Uh, I, I feel that. I feel that. You know? And this jamboree is probably what's going right. to go down. But, right. you know, yeah, it's exactly. like you have Eminem, you have Kendrick, you have Snoop Dogg, you have Dr. Dre. Honestly, I will I will say this. When they told me the lineup early on in the season, because yeah. I got a sneak peek at that, I literally thought they were lying. Right. Like, you know, my boss is like, hey, like, just so you know, this is going to be a super one. I was like, right. right. Like, y'all going to get Eminem to come out and perform right, at, right. at halftime? When are you going to put hip-hop in a performance? You know, ex- right. And then, and like, Real hip hop, you right? Know what I mean, exactly. like, like the Snoops, yep. the Dre's of the world, and 
Eminem. Like I, I was a big Eminem fan. Oh, I was up. too. You know what I I'm saying? Too. And so it's like with that, it's like, and obviously you have Kendrick, mm -hmm. and you know everything he's done with TDE and everything. It's gonna be nice to see him kind of come back. Hopefully he drops a new album soon. And so, I just feel like with all those culminations, you show the past, the future, the current, right. the kings and the queens of, of hip hop being on the biggest stage in LA. I mean, I just. I feel like it's, it, was, it was spot on. You didn't miss. Right. You didn't miss with this halftime show, and I'm so happy that I'm able to be at SoFi Stadium to watch Man, it. Man, I'll tell you, the only problem is it's going to end too quick. I know. I'm you gonna, know? I'm, I know people are telling me, they're like, so there's a football game around Right, a around a concert. Exactly. <laughs> A concert and then go and play a uh, you know go and play a football game at the same time. You know, time. I'm just like I'm gonna need all of them to sing at least like three, four, five, six songs each. Right. Like, you know, I need all of them to go on. Yeah, the we ain't getting tour. no Coachella or something. You, you know, know what you, you acting like we gonna like, get a. <laughs> get I, need, a <laughs> I need them to announce the tour. Like, all right, guys, just so you know that was that. But our halftime tour is gonna go around right. with this same lineup, and we're just, I'm down for it. Hey, I'll you know pay what? Anything. I know you know what you're onto something there. I'm you know, saying. hey, let's just do a, a tour of all the stadiums. Exactly. I, like I, I would totally go for that. I like that. I mean, honestly, I think you're onto something. I can't wait. Let's work on that. <laughs> I think this might be one of the greatest halftime shows I too. that's going to go up there in the books. I um, do, too. And I'm not going to lie. So, obviously, NFL Network is right across here from SoFi. Right. And, you know, you hear the music a little bit. And, like, I'm not going to lie. I was trying to peek over. You know, right. trying to see, yeah, like, what's yeah. going on. Right. You know, I didn't see nothing. Okay. Um, but the music that was coming, I, I really cannot wait. Yeah, I, cannot I can't either. I can't wait for everyone to see it. It's going to be fun. It's oh really. But, like you mentioned, there's a game. There's a game. And you're right there. You're right there, <laughs> NFL Network, right across from SoFi right. Stadium. So I'm assuming that you're leaning to the Rams <laughs> in this one. But how are you feeling about this game? You know, it's one of those things where I said it multiple times. I'm like, I'm happy there's new blood in the Super Bowl. You mm -hmm. know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? No, no disrespect to the legends. No, we love Aaron Rodgers and the Brady's of the world. Right. And, and, you know, Mahomes has kind of moved on to that side of the of the fence. But it's nice to see, like, fresh blood in yep. there. You know, and, and, sure. and great storylines come in. You got Stafford, who yep. got over the fact that he could never win a playoff game. You got OBJ, who was deemed as a cancer, and now he's about to win his first ring. You got Vaughn, who was seen as, at the end of his career, playing some of the best football he has in a few years. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have Joe Burrow. Right. You have Jamar Chase, rookie. You have rookie Evan McPherson, whose right. jersey is sold out at the team right. store indefinitely. Oh, he's, he's, the, he's the coldest <laughs> dude ever, isn't he? He's the Ice coldest dude. Veins. Yeah. And so, you know, you have these key players. It's like the, it's like the cool kids are coming. Right. And they're all meeting in L.A., and it's like they're all just going to have this big battle. And I think that I'm leaning towards the more of the Rams. Right. Um, just like looking at that, they're such a complete team, and mm. I think that people forget that Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. Right. A career high uh, versus the Titans. And I think that – that's very hard to contain and not happen again when you have Vaughn and you have Aaron Donald. Yeah, the they're kind of good, right? They're kind of good again after the quarterback. Not, they're pretty good at football. Too. Yeah, they're yeah, they good. are. But see, the thing about it is everything leans to, yeah, the Rams are going to win, no yeah. doubt. But that's I mean, what upsets happen. Right. Well, look at the season. This is true. You know, nothing look, nothing was consistent this in the season. So this I look at it like the Bengals, they're that team that they don't know any better. Yeah, this is true. But you know what? One thing, I, I've looked at their road. You know what I'm saying? You got the Rams – Knocked off the Cardinals. Right. The Rams knocked off Brady. Right. The Rams knocked off a team that beat Aaron Rodgers. Right. In the San Francisco yep. 49ers. Mm -hmm. And they did that. With, they won different ways. Right. You know? That's and true. I, and I think that's one of the things that I've seen more. It's just they have a lot of leadership on the Rams. They have a lot of veterans on the Rams. They have a lot of experience on the Rams. Yeah. And I think that's going to placate in the Super Bowl. And in respect to the Bengals, the Bengals – have done way better than who picked the Bengals close? No, not even them. Exactly, not even them. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? mean, they might so. pump their chest out now, <laughs> but they weren't doing that at the beginning of the season. Right? No and way. So you look at that, and you're just like, you know, they're here. But if you look at the other side, you know, McVeigh has experience. Yep. 
They've gone against some of the best quarterbacks. They've been in situations where they probably should have lost that game. That Tampa Bay game, realistically, right. you add another couple minutes – Brady right. is in the, you know, Brady's I'll tell you right now, the Raiders could have beat them the, the first week of the playoffs. <laughs> Super wild card weekend. I mean, think about it. They were like nine yards away from going to overtime. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you know? they, they've had these moments of self-destruction. Right. And so I think that I'm hoping that they've learned their lesson and, and they can kind of adjust in that second half for right. things like that. You know, but the one thing I will say about the Bengals is that I feel like the Rams don't really know what to expect from them. Right. Obviously, you know, you're going to go to Chase. Obviously, they're going to go to Mixon, yeah. things like that. But it's like they've done things and they've made plays and Joe Burrow quick on his feet. It's like they might hit you something you're not ready for. And I think that's what comes mm -hmm. with the second half adjustments. And I think that in the first half, it'll be a little more competitive. And in my mind, I think that in the second half, the Rams will be able to pull start away. Start to pull away. Start mm -hmm. to, it may, again, it makes sense. I feel like OBJ is going to be an, an X factor because right. everyone's going to be like, okay, Cooper Cup, got to make sure, you know. But I just feel like OBJ is 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 the guy, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, it's true, but you also got to look at it this way. You know, Cup, he only had a couple catches. Granted, it was over 200 yards, but <laughs> right, he only right, had a couple right. catches, so they didn't even target him as much. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You look at this squad, and it's just so much talent on this team. It is. You know, and that's yep. that, you know, Bobby Trees ain't even playing. So, it's, you know, <laughs> right. you have you have OBJ who's been doing his thing. You have Cup that's, you know, won mm -hmm. yeah, last night at NFL Honors. And so I think it just placates everything that's been going on. And I think Stafford, you know, I think I went on with you earlier in the season mm -hmm. where you asked me who won that trade. And I think I told you, like, it, the Rams did. Right, right. Because, no respect to God, but. You're right, at home for right, a reason. Right. No, and, yeah, yeah. you know, Stafford is here, and he was always in the top ten for passing yards every season. He was mm. like top ten, top five. He just had no one to throw to. Just went winning games. That can make plays. Right, exactly. Right, right, and right. now you got two receivers that can extend plays, know, you know how to clock time management. I yep. mean, that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they ran down the field and they – you know, spike the ball to them kicking the field goal. It's just one of those things that I think Stafford has kind of been hit with, like, 10 years' worth of playoff experience in, like, the yeah, games. Yeah, just wrapped up real quick, <laughs> right? But, the, you know, that's on, that's real, though. That's why they made the move for him. There's throws he's made in this playoff run that Goff just isn't making. Exactly. Just isn't making. He's not making. You know, and, and that's the difference. Now, mm -hmm. he might throw the ball. He might intercept, throw an interception or two. Yeah, and if he does that, then Cincinnati's in that position. And that's what I'm saying. They've been, they've been teeing time over self-destruction. That mm -hmm. play right. where, let's be honest, <laughs> Stafford threw that ball straight to them. <laughs> straight. Straight to him. Straight to him. If he would have caught that ball, yep. it's a whole different game. Yep. You know, yep. and it's like it's like the football guys were just like, nope. You know, yeah, it's not that. Today. Out. And that yeah. was wide open. Right. And, you know, he said, he's like, I'm going to live with that forever. Like, I'm just going to remember like, oh, that course. moment. Like, man, if that would have happened, the what ifs will definitely get to him. But it's like the Rams have just always been able to escape right. the destruction. Yeah, they have. And so I'm hoping that. When the time comes that we see a team that's just very complete, yeah. can you know attack this Bengals team. But I'm excited to see what Chase does yeah. and, and Burrow. Because, you know, I think one thing that they always say about this team is, like, how are they able to get such good chemistry? It's like, it's the LSU team on right. the Bengals. You know exactly, what I mean? exactly. Yeah, they already know each other. <laughs> exactly. that's, and that's why they went and made the move to get mm -hmm. Chase instead of Panay Sewell, the offensive lineman, which I was pounding the table. You got to go get the offensive <laughs> lineman, dummies. Everyone knows that. Don't go get the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, shows what I know, right? Well, it's it's interesting because you know Burrow won Comeback Player of the Year because you got to think he that he's only played a few games and then just took off this year, right? You know, taking them, breaking curses, you know, first road playoff win yeah. ever, yep. first win since the nineteen ninety season, yep. And so they've been hitting all these strides. You know, I was talking to Chad Ochocinco yesterday, and he was just um, Chad Johnson, and you know he's he blocked me on Twitter, by the way. 
I don't know why. I don't know what I. I don't know what I did. Did you call Mojo Cinco? I don't know what I did. I have no idea. I've never talked to him. I've never had any interaction with him. And I guess I. Know, I guess that's because I'm blocked. It was. It was. It was an accident, cute. Okay. It was an accident. That's an what I'm gonna live with. You yeah. know, but we were talking to him, and because you know Chase broke his record yeah, for most right. yards in the season, right? And he said, like, you know, it was a beast thing. He's like, but man, like this team is swaggy. Like they're not. They're not scared. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing you can have going into a Super Bowl. Where you're playing the team, in, granted they're the visitors, but right. in right. their home stadium, for sure, they're not scared. They're just like, you know what? It's just another game. Just it's another, another game. stadium. Like, let's do this. And right. like that kind of demeanor is very dangerous when the game, when the game is just one play away from having that. And that's play. why I think Cincinnati has a great chance to win it because they don't know any better. <laughs> they just dull. It's like, well, we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> Nobody gave us a chance. Now it's only one game left. One game. It all game. comes down to this. You've won this many. Why not just go win one more? You know what's crazy? It's like I feel like I like want to go back and I was like, what was I doing when when the Bengals were winning? Because clearly I was man. Not I was low key attention. paying. I was low key paying attention, but I kept waiting for the shoe to fall. Like right. Okay. Exactly. That's cute, but right. It's like I'm looking at Chase. I'm like, oh, are you breaking numbers? You know, we're, we're right. making highlights for him because he was a friend of El Snap NFL when he got drafted. Yeah. He, you know, he gave us some love to the Latin community, and I'm still waiting. Like, okay, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. And let's keep going. I'm like, oh, so y'all serious? Right. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Y'all going to lose against the Titans. Right. Oh, you guys didn't. Okay. You guys, you know, it's, yeah. so it's you, like yes. you said, you're waiting for the other shoe. Yeah, I'm just waiting for it to drop. To drop. And now, I mean, it's like, well, you only got one game now. Well, he's, they're waiting the hell, you they're might waiting well just go do it. drop on the Rams neck right. and walk out of L.A. with that ring. Man, if they do that, can you imagine what? Man, I don't. Even, I don't even want to talk about it's it right championship now. Championship or bust for the right. Rams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. They mortgage it to everything. They they put everything in chips. All the chips in the table. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Got to win. All, they're all in. Yeah, they they're got to win. In. And honestly, I feel like everyone that's on this team, it's very. Uh, it heightens me. It reminds me of like when the Dodgers won twenty twenty. Yeah. It's like they were all in too. Like right. they had it, like players at the end of their contracts. Right. Like people that team was never going to be together again. And it's like, I just don't see this team being together again. As they are right now, right? And, I agree. And they and I feel like they need they need to win. I, you just you can't. And, and that's another thing. All the pressure I feel is on the Rams because, like you said, yeah, the Rams, the Bengals, they just don't know. They're like, they don't look, know it, look, if we lose, like y'all gonna be like, oh, we knew it, right, right? And if we win, then we can just look at y'all and be like, man, what they will swag their way <laughs> right out of out, out of L.A. If they uh, first of all, they're gonna turn up in L.A. If they oh, win, what? and then they're gonna hang out a couple days. Then they're gonna go back to Cincinnati, but they're gonna be so swagged out, out, yes, like they're gonna just like Cartier glasses for yes, everybody. Yes, yes, <laughs> they're gonna act a fool. Cigar smoke everywhere. You know, it's everywhere. It is going down. Well, at least. So it's always great to catch up with you. You're going with the Rams. I'm going to roll with the Bengals in this Ooh. one. I'm just going to roll with just because why not? Fair. You know, I mean, if we roll with the same team, then that's not fun. That's no fun that's there. Not fun. So and honestly, we, you know, I'm yeah. the L.A. one. So. Exactly. You're <laughs> repping L.A. I, I ain't mad at you, but I'm just glad to catch up with you in your city. Uh, what do you have coming out? Like, what all do you are you working on? Because you do so many different projects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the Dodger season is coming up soon. I hope to be doing some stuff there. I have LSNAP NFL. That's E-L-S-N-A-P NFL. And that's on Instagram. Um, that's our newest account that we just launched. And honestly, it's been so great meeting so many players. Like I said, Justin Reed yeah. speaks Spanish. You know, a birdie told me that Marvin Jones speaks Spanish. Really? Too. Yes. There you so go. I have to go investigate. You know what? That. I think a lot of players speak Spanish, and we just don't. We just assume that they don't. Exactly. But there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and look, I always go back to Kobe, especially being in LA. But I mean, look how multi, many languages Kobe he, spoke. Yeah, he, he did. was so awesome. Yeah, he I was. I mean, everything he did. I know. Honestly, that's part of, that's part of the reasons. That's one of the legends we definitely miss here. Oh. Especially during these times like this, it's yeah. like with the Dodgers winning, the Lakers winning, the, the Rams having potential. It's like you see Mookie, you see all these stars yeah. coming down. It's like you just know Kobe would have been here, right? Right. Um, at least for the first quarter, <laughs> you know, a little bit of time. Like, I'll dip out. Yeah. Um, but we definitely miss him in LA, and, that, and honestly, it's funny you bring that up. And I know we're supposed to wrap up. It's all good. But it's funny you bring that up because 
a lot of the Rams guys are also adopting the mantra of job's not done yet. Nice. And that's, that's literally Kobe, yeah. been the mantra that kicked off with the Dodgers when they won in right. 2020. Right. It was also what the Lakers did when they won in 2020 also. And it's just like now they're also – it's almost like you need to have that mentality, that mama mentality. Yeah, yeah, so it's sure. interesting and just crazy to think that, like, even though Kobe's gone, he still has such influence on oh, these absolutely. young guys in different sports. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think they asked the Rams, like, oh, like, who's, who's the best player? And they were like, Kobe. Right. Kobe. Right. Kobe. Kobe. He's the young guy's Michael <laughs> Jordan. He's, he's the exactly. younger. I mean, because for me, Michael Jordan is the guy. But right. for the younger guys, right. that's their Michael Jordan. Right, exactly. And I feel like that's one of the things, especially in L.A., that was our Jordan. Right. And, you know, he's one of those guys that you just thought was always going to be around forever. Yep. Yep. And in a way, he is. Yep. And so I, I think, like, that that gives the guys that extra push, you know, to, you know, rock shoes. You know, I believe that Ramsey had some pregame yeah. cleats yeah. honoring Kobe. And so, like I said, they all adopted that mantra. And that's so deep-rooted in L.A. Mm. that it's just like, if they're going to get a Hollywood ending, I just feel like no better storyline is better than the one that's happening right now. Yeah. L.A. Super Bowl. Right. Bengals. Rams. February 13th. <laughs> Let's see if they have a good Valentine's Day queue. Oh, they, <laughs> they, they want one. They want one. We'll see. We'll find out sooner rather than later, right? Yes, it's going to exactly. be fun. Well, Lisa, this has been fun. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you, Q. Let's enjoy the rest of Radio Row, and let's have a fun time at Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium. Boom. It's a way, great way to drop the mic right here. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. So that was my conversation from earlier with Elisa Hernandez, and she's really good people, and you watch out for her. You watch out for her. She's going to be special. She has a lot of talent. She does multi, uh, covers multi-sports. Uh, she's got that just bubbly personality, and I really like – I know it's always great to have, you know, the, the big-time guest on that, you know, have this huge name and everything, but I also like the one, to have the ones that are the grinders that I know that are on the come-up that, you know, at some point they're going to be like, man, I remember when that person worked at this spot, or I remember when this person worked at that spot. Uh, I, I like, I like to, to have those people on, and uh, it, it, she, she's really good. So uh, definitely enjoyed my time with her. Damon, you're one of those guys. You're one of those guys that I, I see as being, being that, that come-up dude. You know, you're going you're gonna to keep grinding. You're going to keep getting better and better and better at what you do, and one day they'll be like, man, remember when Damon was arguing with Q about wrestling? Remember when Damon was talking about this or that? And talking about he had an award that he won at school and knowing damn well he didn't win no award or no whatever at school he didn't win nothing but see that's why you didn't believe me about being on AEW because you're so busy yo man i got the talent bro <laughs> i do believe you about being on AEW i just didn't know listen, that you were on it you didn't tell me five months in the business was on a pay-per-view what can that's I say? awesome i that's now that's something you should be bragging about i didn't know i had never heard that story you should have bragged about that a long time ago. You know I would have bragged about that. That would have been that would have been my go-to. But you know what's funny though, when we had Tony Khan on, and for anyone just tuning in, uh, this is unnecessary roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. Uh, we talked to Tony Khan, who's from AEW Wrestling earlier, and uh, I asked him about w- what got him into wrestling, and he started talking. Right when he said he said, "Well, I didn't know that wrestling was," and he said a thing. I almost completed his sentence and said, fake. <laughs> Glad you didn't. I almost did because he paused. But then right before I said it, he started talking again because he, he paused. And it's all I was going to say, fake. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. I, hey, man, to each their own. You know what I mean? Like, it's wrestling, I can give them the credit where they, are a, they have created a very huge and large entertainment business. They really have. I mean, for something – like wrestling to last as many generations as it has and it has 
I could never take that away from it because I wasn't the only eight or nine year old that was like, "Oh, wrestling's cool." You know what I mean? Like, there was eight or nine year olds before me that loved wrestling, and I mean, it's, there's people that I I know are listening right now that grew up on wrestling, so and and, and are fans of it to this day. Hell, you saw you saw SummerSlam when it was at uh, at Allegiant Stadium. You were there. That place was packed out. It was it was basically like the same presence of a Raider game when it comes to like the police barricades blocking off all the streets and like the the amount of foot traffic that was going up to Allegiant Stadium. Right. It was just like a Raider game. No, see, and that's the thing. And so I'm not knocking it. It's just not my cup of tea, you know. And and uh, that, that's that's just that's just Maybe what you it is. Check out AEW. They're bringing back some more like realistic storylines and. I don't know. Maybe they could get you. You watch a show, become invested. Nah, nah. I'm just not, it's not real. That's I, I. I'm hung up on that. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that I can't get over in life, and that's one of them. Like, it's just not real. And so that's my problem with it. It, it, it. And it's not even a problem. It's just what makes me not want to watch it. And I was a wrestling fan until my dad told me it was fake. It is. And real. I even told him. I even. I'll, I'll. I'll even take it a step further, Damon. When my dad told me it was fake, I cried. But I don't know why you cried because it's still real. What's so fake about it? Well, the outcome. I mean, everything. The oh, outcome is already determined. If the outcome is determined before it starts, it means it's scripted, which is unreal. Not real. The the body the the action that these wrestlers put their body through, that's real enough. No, there's no such thing as real enough. What do you if, mean? If, if okay, I, if, if we go out, if we watch this game, if, if we watch this game on Sunday and say the Rams win 43-20, to 20, and then afterwards they come out and say, well, we just want everyone to know that it was scripted and it wasn't real. I mean, it, not that it wasn't real. It was scripted. Uh, it was real enough. They still put their body through a lot. Yeah, but so if they're still going we out there knew, playing the game of football. We already knew the outcome, but we already knew the but outcome. But if they're still before. going out there playing the game of football at full speed, what more do you want? You just want to be entertained. No, I want to see at a the game. End of the day. No, I want to see. I want to see a team win a game because they won a game, not because it was in the script. You don't know that. I I do know that because you asked me what do I want. I mean, That's no, I'm what just I saying. Want. I'm saying the wool could be over all of our eyes. Okay. Like they say, how do they always get the line so close? I don't know. I'm, exactly. Hey, I don't know. But that's a good segue. That is a fantastic segue, and you didn't even know it that you were doing it. Uh, that's that was great. That's a fantastic segue because we're going to talk some lines. We we haven't done that all week long. I usually have least early on from ParamountSports.com. I usually have him on every week talking some lines, talking about uh, you know whatever NBA, college basketball, football. It doesn't matter. Uh, I didn't get a chance to, to catch up with him this week to have him on the show, but. We're going to have a, a, a young man who I believe is, is local. We'll find out next. I actually just met him, and that's cool, you know, but uh, I know he's been very popular here on Radio Row. I've seen him do a bunch of radio shows. So uh, we're going to have Dave Sherapin join the show next to kick off hour number. What hour is this, like five of my show? Because uh, Vinny's, I could tell Vinny's just not going to show up. Vinny's, I saw Vinny's wife is in town. His kids are in town. So Vinny's like, oh, Q's got this. He likes to talk. We'll just go ahead and let Q roll for a couple more hours. So I think Vinny just, he done checked out. He's done. But that's okay. I'm all right with that because we have uh, my conversation with James Jones. I have that coming up. Vinny did do an interview earlier with a Hall of Famer, uh, Aeneas Williams. And uh, so we're going to, I'll play that too. But coming up next, we'll kick off another, another hour of the show here from Radio Row. And we'll have Dave Sherapin join the show. He'll talk some lines. He'll talk some prop bets. We'll get all the information from him. And uh, we'll do it next here on Radio 920.